Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Unwind with Lemon Drop. This is your host, Lemon Drop, and I have a special guest today. This is Honey. Hey. From Your Yoni, and she is going to take it from here. So I am the owner of Your Yoni, and uh, Yoni Steaming is a vaginal steaming remedy. It's an ancient herbal remedy. It releases negative energy, toxins, it cleanses the wounds, it permeates the lady parts, it heals from the inside. It also helps with all PMS issues and it induces relaxation. It tightens the pelvic floor, it helps prevent BV, yeast infections, and it aids with fertility. It helps with your sexual peak and it helps you get an orgasm more often and it helps you get you in the mood. And it also helps with skin clearing if you have acne or skin issues. And it helps with uh, hair growth as well. So if you girls and guys haven't noticed, this episode is going to be dedicated to vaginal health. I feel like this is an important issue, especially, of course, among women. But men should listen to. There is a list of things that we're going to talk about. So just sit back and relax and enjoy. So... The first thing on the list we're going to talk about is pH balance. So for your vaginal area, the acidity um, should be anywhere from 3.8 to 4.5 from what I've researched. A little bit more than that. You can go a little lower from about 3 to 5. Okay. And And it just probably depends on the person, right? Exactly. Okay. So a lot of things can actually throw off your pH balance. Um, anything from what diet, the things that you use on your body, as far as like what you cleanse with, what you put in your body, stress levels. Yeah, emotional stress, um, things that you are, your environment as well can throw up your pH balance. Uh, shit that we do that we're not supposed to do, wearing, drinking, yep, smoking. Tight clothes, uh, wearing cotton, non-cotton panties, wearing those lace panties and trying to be sexy all day. All the, and see, every mm-hmm. once in a while, that's okay. So mm-hmm. don't think that you 100% have to give up like wearing your little silky underwear or whatever. But we're just saying uh, in moderation, basically. Exactly. And that's with anything that you do. Um, so definitely make sure that your pH is balanced. Oh, and I want to piggyback up on that. Women also think that wearing no panties also is an okay thing. Mm-hmm. No, you need to be dry, so you need to wear panties. Yes. Well, I do think, well, I don't know if you think. It's summertime. Occasionally, like maybe when you sleep at night. No, when you sleep at night, that's yes. totally fine. But I'm talking but about out like, and about. Exactly. Especially oh, no. when you wear jeans and, you know, it's hot and it's sweaty. Your thighs are rubbing and all that stuff. You have to be dry down there. And ladies, uh, some people, y'all need to wear panty liners. Oh, that's a big deal because I've met so many girls who've never wear, never worn panty liners. And I'm like, that was just something I was taught. Especially exactly. like because when you're younger, you really don't know exactly when your period is going to start. So that's another thing to kind of help you prevent messing up your clothes. I mean, just to keep your panties clean. Like, nobody wants no crunchy ass. <laughs> no. Like, dry it up. No, that's gross. <laughs> so, yes, panty liners is definitely a big deal. Like, and it make also sure. helps because some women bleach their panties. Some people will be like, oh. Depending on how acidic your exactly. vagina fluids are, they exactly. will change the color of your panties. And that's normal, too. Like, mm-hmm. some people may think, oh, there's something wrong with me. It's kind of like in a sense like a bleach kind of exactly it yeah, is a bleach, it's yeah. An acid. so that's perfectly fine too and that goes into the next little subject we're going to talk about is discharge and i just have a breakdown on what um type of discharges you may have 
if it's gray or white or foul smelling so if it's funky and it's gray and white then that is a sign of bv um if they're if it's chunky and white then that's definitely going to be a sign of a yeast infection um if it's yellow or green and it smells weird then that's definitely a sign of an std and then if it's a milky white substance then that can mean that it could either mean it's a, a normal discharge for you and it also could mean that it's a sign of pregnancy so you may be in the stage of ovulating or you may just became pregnant right um, and then, like clear discharge, I would think that's a healthy discharge. Clear discharge is totally normal. You yeah. might have sometimes where it might be like a little yellowish tinge, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. and that's totally normal. As long as it doesn't have a smell, like a foul odor, right, or anything like that, then you're totally. And when normal. I say yellow or green, we're talking about like, like <laughs> yellow or yeah. green. <laughs> like you're gonna know if you have an STD, that right. type of discharge. But I think anything that's between white and clear You're like good. she said like off whitish yellowish exactly. that's normal and then of course anything that's brown that's probably the ending of your cycle and then pink is probably going to mean that you're either having some type of irritation down there or implantation bleeding mm -hmm. or any type of cervical um infection yes yeah. So and don't get don't get semen confused with discharge. That's not the same thing. <laughs> so we're not talking about you bitches that's leaking out old shit. <laughs> Those are not the same thing. Those can be foul smelling as well. Girl. So just be aware of the discharge that comes out of your body. That's very important. That's your body's way of kind of telling you what's wrong with it at the moment. Exactly. And so that's the number one thing. Like if you have any type of STD or infection, discharge is going to be the number one thing besides irritation, itching, um, swelling, what else? Redness, soreness. Soreness, yeah. Um, besides that, you can have um, inflammation on the inside. Mm -hmm, pain can mm -hmm. radiate. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you don't necessarily have to have pain in your pelvic area or your vagina. So pay attention to your body, especially like if you're getting yes. boils or like... Uh, lesions and mm -hmm. stuff pay attention to those things because you don't necessarily have an std to have those mm -hmm. i agree mm -hmm. all right so then we're going to hop into so it kind of goes hand in hand with ph balance we're going to talk about vaginal scent what a vagina is supposed to smell like <laughs> the back of a ps4 <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>! <laughs> you know what i see that means so I, I guess, like, guys' perception of what a vagina should smell like is what you see on TV. Like, oh, it's supposed to smell like fucking roses and flowers and tropical fucking rain mist. No. Mm -mm. Like, a vagina, first of all, it's a it's whole skin. opening. Like, yeah. it's, and it's, it's supposed to smell like you. You. Like a body. <laughs> yeah. Like flesh, but not in a foul type of way. It's supposed to smell clean. Um, think it smelled well you know what i think every person smells them, differently they do they do um, and at different times they smell different too the best way i can put it as is i don't know it's like a it definitely has a smell and vagina has a certain type of like when i say oh that smell like vagina like that's yeah, what it that smells like, like pussy <laughs> yeah i'm trying to be all that's correct. like pussy but it doesn't have to like necessarily just stink or it doesn't smell like fish or people like oh she's like sardines or she on right. here like it has a smell but it doesn't necessarily smell bad right makes sense. so let's give you an example like bv if you have bacterial vaginosis bv 
If you have that, it's a fishy odor. It smells like sardines. That's what it usually is. And BV is not a sexually transmitted disease, okay? That means yes. you have an overgrowth of bacteria down there or you don't have enough good bacteria down there. Right. So that's what BV means. Exactly. And then a yeast infection smells like bread. It really does. It smells like beer. Yes. It mm-hmm. smells like an overgrowth. Like yeast. Yeah, it smells like yeah. an overgrowth of beer. So if you pop open a Budweiser, if you have a yeast infection, <laughs> that's kind of what it smells like. STDs have their own smell, but they have a foul odor, like dead almost. Yes. Damn. No, seriously. Ew. It stinks. It smells very bad. It smells like shit. <laughs> And I, I'm so serious. It smells like shit. It stinks very, very bad. Unfortunately, being in the strip club environment, we'll talk about that later, guys. That's the second segment. But I've smelt some some bitches that shouldn't have been walking around with a pussy. Period. <laughs> so trust me when she said that it's not supposed to smell. No, you're not. So, first of all, I don't think no one should smell your pussy first. Like you ain't nobody supposed to smell you unless you fucking right or at all. Unless your head's down there. Right, right, right. Right. But I have met girls, like, I've met a girl, and I'm not going to say her name, you know, I'm not going to blast her like that. But I could smell the bitch through her jeans, and I was just like, oh, my God. Like, Jesus. bitch, your pussy is rotten. Jesus. You need to, you need to get that together, girl. Um, so, yeah, just, you know, keep in mind what your vaginal scent should smell like. And so that goes into the next little area we're going to talk about, which is, uh, um, like she said, panty liners. Um, I personally take probiotics. Some people probably don't. Um, they are kind of expensive. Explain what but, a probiotic is. So you guys know what yogurt is, if that breaks it down. So they're like microorganisms. They're live cultures. And they're literally like, they're good for your gut, for your body overall. It's the bacteria that you need. Exactly. So when you're lacking the good in the bad, it'll balance everything out. So they have it in pill form. And then you can also, like I say, you can eat yogurt. I personally don't like yogurt, but I try to eat it as much as I can. Buttermilk. Um, ugh, buttermilk is but, disgusting. Buttermilk, yep. Buttermilk. I don't like buttermilk. I'm just saying. I'm just giving it. <laughs> so the easiest way, if you don't want to eat it, you can just take the pill, and that'll kind of help in that little area. And then, like your diet, of course, a lot of water. Water is like the number, the key thing. I feel like to having a a happy and moist, not overly moist and not you know dry, but just a normal vagina is drinking a lot of water. Of mm-hmm. course, mm-hmm. drinking a lot of. Uh, I mean, eating a lot of fruits, a lot of vegetables. Green leaves. A lot of green, yellow, and red uh, foods, regardless if it's fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because they're for this area down here, for like your sacral area, your solar plexus, and they're really good for your flow of reproduction and your flow of having a healthy, normal period and a healthy, happy vagina. You want your reproduction system to work functionally even if you're not trying to have any children, you want it to work correctly. Yes, yes. Okay, so that kind of goes into the next little part we're going to talk about. Ladies, let me tell y'all. So, recently, I guess everybody's been on this kick with, like, bath bombs. That, to me, is, like, the worst thing that you can do. Now, I have seen a few natural bath bombs that were made, but I don't even think 
technically it would even work like a real bath bomb because mm-hmm. it aren't those like chemicals that make it explode in the water? I don't no, fucking know. It's just so but it's just salt. The ones that I've seen are just full of fragrance and perfume. Exactly. So if you are gonna do anything as far and I don't personally like baths. I have a really sensitive vagina, so I don't take baths and when I do do any type of soap, it's typically just like literally like a capful or two of like apple cider vinegar and water and I don't sit very long because my body doesn't work well but I've seen girls like literally take like bubble baths with fucking a bucket load of fucking body wash Mm -hmm. and to me personally that just doesn't work well for me I know I definitely would have a yeast infection or my pH balance would be thrown all the way off the next day everybody's body is different Mm -hmm. but I suggest just like you you know I don't suggest like anything that has a strong fragrance like caress or ivory or you know things like that you know exactly Um, you don't necessarily have to smell good in order to uh, be clean if you're going to use things like that, I would suggest, you know, a non-soap formula, which would be like mm-hmm. Dove Sensitive. That mm-hmm. is a non-soap formula. Mm-hmm. Or Castile Soap. Castile Soap is a little bit more expensive, but it lasts a long time and it doesn't get soap. And you can use that for other things, too. You I've sure seen that you can use it to clean, you can use it yeah. to clean your body, you wash your hair, wash everything. Hair. Exactly, yep. You can use so it you got like clothes. a five-in-one Exactly, deal. exactly. And Castile Soap is very natural. Yes. Um, but if you just have to have soap down there, like if you just have to because some people just feel like they need to you know make sure you rinse really good with warm water afterwards i would say just avoid it altogether. and when i say when you okay let me break it down because i don't even think a lot of women know how they're supposed to wash their vagina period point blank from the beginning when your vagina goes it's the outside well it's actually technically the inside of you First of all, no soap, nothing should be literally going inside of you. Right, point exactly, period. Exactly. So, no dishes, nothing should be put inside of you, period. And when you do, if you do have to, you know, use soap, because I know a lot of people have hair down there. Mm-hmm. And so, if you have hair, hair, like, carries a scent. So, I would consider, like she said, Dove or any type of um, fragrance. So, if you're washing your body, soap should get down there. Right. <laughs> or you can just rub a little bit. And yeah. I, when I say washing the outside, that's I think that's perfectly normal. It depends on the person, too, because I do know some people that they can't get a drop down there or they'll definitely probably have right. some type of infection or they're going to have a yeast infection in a couple of yeah, days. Please so. wash your ass, though. Please wash your oh ass. Oh, my. Though. No. We're not talking about, like, we saying keep the stuff away from the I'm vagina. We're not talking about the I'm ass. Just you got to do that, too. <laughs> people be acting like that. Oh, I, so I can't do anything down there. Oh, no, baby. And let me tell you one thing. If you don't prop that leg up on that tub, or something, baby, you, you ain't doing me? it right. Girl, you know that little piece between like, your thighs. Like, literally, you literally. You know, you know literally. You, you need know. to open it up, get all in, yeah. All of that. You just need to. That's just, I don't even think women really know how to bathe their ass no more, though. That's the sad part. So, I'm I'm sad we got to have this conversation, but I've seen but too it's many a good women. conversation. It's it is, and I don't want anybody to feel bad or, or, or insecure or embarrassed if you didn't know. Because a lot of people don't have parents. They didn't teach them how to wash their ass. And I had a mom that was literally like, checking up on me till I was probably 11, 12 years old. Mm-hmm. She didn't play no games mm-hmm. in that area. Girl. Because nobody wants to have a grown-ass daughter walking around smelling, smelling like, like hot cop. Yeah. Smelling like outside and all day? No. Especially no. when you start having sex, that and throws girls, the game And left. little girls stink. Yes. Little girls stink. And little girls they don't, they don't, even, they don't even wash 
They don't even wipe well. No, so. look, I swear to God, little girl stink. I swear to God. I feel like, God damn. <laughs> Shit. All right, y'all. So we've covered discharge, uh, pH balance, what a vaginal, um, your normal vaginal scent should smell like. Um, we talked about what you should eat, what you should put in your body, um, what type of soaps you should and shouldn't use. Um, I think, let me see, the next one. Oh, okay. So, Honey here can explain more on how the only things uh, are beneficial to people with PCOS. I personally have PCOS. I don't know if people know that about me, but that is something that I've been diagnosed with since I was 14. And basically what um, PCOS, PCOS is, is polycystic ovarian syndrome or disease. Some people say that. And it's basically a hormonal imbalance of the female body and it causes um, cysts to form on your ovaries. Um, it also causes a lot of other symptoms as far as like weight gain, um, hair, hair growth and hair loss. Um, a lot of the women um, grow to actually um, catch or become diabetic. Um, it causes depression. There's just like a, a giant list of things. Sleep apnea. It's like all type of weird shit. Like literally everything in the world is caused by PCOS. Don't forget about hair growth on the face. More yes. testosterone. Yes. You're more manly yes. or quote unquote yes. more manly than the and, next girl. And I, I, I really struggled with that because growing up you're taught that women aren't supposed to be hairy and this, this and that. But I've learned that it's something that you really can't control. And the only way of actually, because there's no cure for PCOS. PCOS is something that you can only cure basically through like your diet and natural herbs and, st and things like that. Mm -hmm. So if you're not into the whole being strictly plant-based, I mean, nowadays they're telling you if you're not plant-based or keto, you're literally, you have no no hope in that area, which I kind of disagree because I you can kind of manage it. Yeah. And I they understand. try to put you on like all these birth controls and things like that, which I'm 100% again. Yeah, which are killing people. Um, because it's basically like putting like a, a band-aid on top of a situation mm -hmm. and I just don't feel comfortable personally taking some type of medication that'll basically not even stop the issue, but it's just kind of masking it for the moment. And then in the end, it's going to cause what? The issues to get worse. You're right. gonna get bigger. You're right. gonna lose more right. hair. So right. it doesn't really cure the problem if that makes sense. So um, I have uh, yoni steams, like I told you earlier. It's a vaginal steaming uh, herbal remedy, right? So um, the steams that I have for PCOS, they uh, regulate the hormone imbalance that women usually have having PCOS and it regulates the natural cycle. So it sends a signal to your body that says, hey, that we're supposed to have a natural cycle going on. There's supposed to be an egg going through this fallopian tube and dropping off somewhere. We're supposed to be doing that every month now. Um, we, and it usually starts, you know, it doesn't start right away. It's not an overnight thing. It's something that you have to do over and over again because this is a preventative medicine and it's a treatment. So it's something that is going to help your body, aid your body to start this natural process. So also, um, it helps with the cervical fluid that is missing um, that for women that have PCOS. It also uh, helps with the insomnia, and it gives you high antioxidants that you are missing as well. It uh, helps with high cholesterol, and it lowers your stress. 
and it also helps with the testosterone levels and it brings the estrogen levels back up as well because mm-hmm. that's what you're missing right. in uh, having PCOS. So these herbs that you'll be taking or in um, this natural remedy that you'll be having will send signals to your body and you'll end up having a regular period over time mm-hmm. if you continue to do it. And Because like I said, it's a treatment. So that's what you'll be doing. If you want to start losing weight, if you want to start feeling more like uh, a woman, if you want to start, you know, uh, losing a little bit of the hair, because a lot of women get a lot of hair on their face. Yes. You know, a lot of hair it's on their deal. face. It's the deal. It's the big deal. And so, you know, it'll start to thin out, and you'll start feeling more relaxed. And mm-hmm. um, I know a lot of women who have PCOS, even if they don't have a period, they have period-like symptoms. Right. And so this will actually start And that's happened period, to me. Like, you know? I've had months where like I'll cramp mm-hmm. and I'll my breasts are sore because that's like a big deal with my mm-hmm. with my period I'll have like sore breasts and then like the bitch don't even come right like right. she'll come the next month and I'm like where the fuck would you last month right, I had right, all the symptoms have, exactly. that I typically would have mm-hmm. but it just never, never came so these herbs will actually help your period come and actually start so those symptoms mm-hmm. will match your actual period because you're not supposed to have these symptoms without having a period. exactly so um, also, with the uh, with the yoni steams for BB and for like you're balancing your uh, pH balance, mm-hmm. that helps as well. It helps knock that right back into shape because it brings all that toxins out mm-hmm. and it brings that infection out as well. So it sounds like the yoni steams are definitely something that anybody with PCOS, like myself, should definitely try and. You know if you have PCOS, because I've met multiple women on Facebook and they have it. And I'm also a part of this group on Facebook. And we've tried everything in the books as far as, like, vitamins and diets. And it comes down to a point where, like I said, it's all about what you put in your body. And when it comes to herbs and what you just what you eat, period. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah. it looks like... I've talked about pretty much everything that I wanted to talk about in that little area. Um, the main thing is, ladies, we just got to stop putting all these fragranced um, body washes and soaps on and in our body, period. Watch what you eat. Semen should only be in your body for procreation. So that means, look, look, we, we're going to get down to the nitty gritty hoes. Like, <laughs> it's okay to be having sex and you got a little guy you like it. But if you're not serious about being a parent, don't let all these niggas nutty you. Exactly. It'll throw, it'll throw <laughs> your whole body off. It'll throw your whole body off. And I'm talking about from your pH balance to your mental. Like <laughs> What? Yeah. It's like leaving like a part of them behind. Exactly. Like, exactly. Now you walking around with this nigga inside of you. You exactly. don't even like him like that. You was just spirits. drunk that night. Exactly. His <laughs> bad spirits and demons and shit. And that, that is literally what it is, y'all. So we just got to like take more care of our, our bodies, especially our vaginas. Like she said, like this is where life begins. Exactly. And this is our creativity. This is our life We create source. the universe with this shit like be more passionate about yourself like be careful what you put on it and put in it baby mm-hmm. because the pussy got a lot of power and a lot of fucking control but we don't need to abuse it at all it's ours <laughs> why would we abuse it but shit we've been abusing it all these I mean, these multi-billion companies but listen you know what's mine. so crazy i feel like in the black community um we don't teach our girls how to be 
self-sufficient in that area. We don't teach our girls how to take care of their vaginas. I have a class coming, you guys. Be looking on my page on It's Your Yoni. And you can also find it on Your Yoni. It's called In Your Daughter's Eyes. So we teach about that too. We do workshops as well. So if you want to introduce your children about learning how to uh, schedule their cycle and know what their cycle is and know what their body is and how to operate with it when it comes to that time, bring them. You know, this is what we do. We're, we're women. We're sisters, you know. Yes. It takes a village to raise children and it, you know, we're missing knowledge as well. You right. Know? And I so, learn something new every day. Like exactly. she taught me some stuff I never thought I would know about Yoni's things. And I'm actually gonna have my first one today. Yay. I'm excited. Um, but that was something that I've seen and I've heard about it, but I never really just, you know, looked into it too deep until we and we've been knowing each other for a couple of years, more than a couple of years yeah. actually. But um She's been the business owner for what two years now? Two years. Yeah. Yep. So this is gonna be my first Yoni statement. I feel so ignorant when it comes to that, you know, whole industry because you hear about it, you see people talking about it, but when you're just not educated on it, you're just so afraid and reluctant to like, oh exactly. I'm you know, I don't wanna try it because I don't know what it's what it is and how how it works, but I'm like, fuck it. Like, she's already coming over. We're going to record together. And I was super excited to have her come over and talk to you guys about this because I feel like, especially as black women, we definitely need to start taking more care of our bodies when it comes to that area. It's sacred. Exactly. It's yours. I mean, it's the best thing that we got going. Shit. People kill for this shit. <laughs> for real. Like, we got niggas trying to get one. They you can't even get one. Yes. <laughs> but we got people Shout out to my LBGTQPWXYZ. All that. All that shit. I don't know what the fuck. People done took a whole country behind some pussy. Man. It is some power in the pussy. It is. It really fucking is. And when you know how to work your shit. And, and you then, know you got some good shit. Right, and then the guys who are listening to this, it's not also health beneficial for us women. It is also sexually beneficial for you as well. Mm-hmm. But it is also healthy and beneficial for you as well because men can yoni steam too because you guys have erectile dysfunction. You guys have stress. Man. You guys have things going on during the day that nobody can ever fucking relate to as a black man or as a man, period. Mm-hmm. You know, and you guys have stress as well. So, you know. Yoni scene sometime, you know, and that doesn't mean. And I think that would be a good thing for like a husband or a boyfriend mm-hmm. to do something nice for their girlfriend or wife, mm-hmm. you know, just Buy to get her, her yeah, thing, you know, or just to be educated in that area because that's a whole other subject. Guys don't even know how the fuck the pussy works. Right. Number one, they don't even know where. The only thing they know is, and they don't even say click. They right. say click. Okay. I'm gonna lick your click. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uneducated when it comes to that, like but it also makes your pussy tight, and that's good for them. It's good for us it too, is. but it makes our pussy tight. It makes it feel so good. Also, since we're getting into that little area, I want her to go more into depth about the yoni eggs and okay. how that's beneficial to the vagina area. Okay, right. area. So I'm gonna step on that real quick because we gotta do her yoni steam. So it's uh yoni. I don't even have none with me. Okay. So yoni eggs are crystals and they're shaped just like an egg. So you have different crystals that do different things. So think about light therapy and light 
uh, if you think about dark or you think about grounding or you think about negativity or you think about sexiness, you know, uh, being mm -hmm. uh, incognito, if you think about black, you know, um, if you think about pink, you think about love, light, uh, romanticism, passion, sex, sexiness, sexuality, mm -hmm. uh, relationships, uh, bringing love in and putting love out. Mm -hmm. So anyways, those crystals do different things. So you're putting the egg inside of you, and when you put the egg inside of you, you're not just doing Kegels, and Kegels are tightening up your vaginal area and lifting up your pelvic floor. So that means tightening your pussy. That's literally what it does. <laughs> Keep that pussy tight. Okay. <laughs> so it doesn't just do that. It also sends pulse up. It pulses up to your heart. You can feel it on the inside of you, mm -hmm. and it sends frequencies because these uh, crystals come from the earth, right? Okay, so since they're inside of you, you're going to be trying to hold them in. You're subconsciously doing mm -hmm. Kegels. So it's not mm -hmm. like you have to sit there like big balls or whatever. <laughs> and you're holding in really, really tight and you're letting loose. Right. And it's something that your body is going to do on its own and it's natural. Yep. So you can do it while you're washing dishes, while you're walking the dog, while you're doing yoga. Hell, when you get advanced, you can even leave it in inside while you're having sex. And oh, yeah, and I didn't even know that. I yeah. learned something new. Yeah, so you can keep the egg inside of you mm -hmm. while you fucking. Yeah, and it'll massage his penis because he can feel oh, the pulsation and the vibration as well. That nigga gonna propose to you that night. Do you hear me do something strange? Oh, I'm just like thinking. Like I know our vagina walls only go so high, but I'm mm -hmm. thinking like, damn, he gonna knock that shit up until. No, it don't go nowhere. I know it's gonna yeah. come. And then it's so big, so it yeah. it's not gonna travel. Exactly, oh, and wow. it feels so good when it goes inside because it it's going inside, and your your walls are sucking it up. You don't even have to do anything. You don't have to push it up with your finger or anything. You just put it in and it just slides on oh, up mm -hmm. so um also if you're pregnant it also um helps reduce uh your labor time and it helps prevent tearing as well so it's good for that so it keeps that pussy right so someone you saw your basic hand when they're pregnant they should they should do kegels. do it they when should. they're about to go into labor yeah you okay. should do it you should do kegels that's something period. i didn't know either and it's just like um kegels are Pussy exercises, just like you know, we need to work out. We need to go to mm -hmm. the gym. Mm -hmm. It's just like that. We got to keep that exercise. We got to keep that healthy. And how does the sizes um, work? So small, medium, large. So large is for beginners. And like me, I haven't been having sex a lot lately, so I put a large in so I can just you know so it can just feel like you know, boop, boop, uh -huh. you know so it can feel good on the inside. <laughs> so uh, you start with a large. And then you'll go to a medium once you have gotten advanced, once you have worked those muscles out. So your muscles are going to get smaller and tighter. So therefore, the large, I mean, it'll still fit. But it'll so still be, for a person like myself, because I'm interested and I don't really have penetration very mm -hmm. often, should I get like a medium or No, you should small. get a large. Bitch, that shit is big. It, but it's smooth. It's not like a tampon. It's a Ooh, big, like, like wig? No, it's like this big. Oh, I can't that's it? It's like this big. It's like this big. So, it's it's a it's like a shape like an egg, right? So that's it. And then when you put it inside, it goes in. It's not like a tampon. It's not dry. It, it's formed for your body. It fits for your cervix, and so it doesn't go up. You know, like a tampon. A tampon is straight. All right. So, I think that pretty much covers everything, right? 
Yes, no, maybe so. Yeah, I think you should uh, try a yoni egg. And I do want one. I really do. And I feel like my vagina, TMI, TMI, but it is pretty tight. Like, but I see, feel like anything more than let two me, fingers let me, let me, is, is let me painful stop that, for me. But I understand that, but it's not like that. And let me stop that right there. Uh, every woman says, oh, my vagina is tight. It's not about being tight. I know, it, but I'm just, it's more it about answers. me being afraid to actually stick something up me bigger than the width of, like, Two or three fingers at the most. But three it's, it's is not bigger than two. that. It's not bigger than that. So if it's two fingers with it's wise, not, it's not even that big. My, and I got small hands. It's like this big. Then I can do that. Yeah. And that's a large one. Yeah. So how fucking big is a small one? A like small a one is like this. And who the fuck can hold that in them? People um do like weightlifting. So they literally vagina. like work on it so much yeah. to the point where they can't. Wow. Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah. Some people do weightlifting with their vagina though. All right, I think we pretty much covered everything as oh, far as the vaginal ejaculation. So if you're a squirter, see, and I'm not a squirter, but I've done my research and I've talked about it, and I just feel like it's not even you in a sense. I think women have control, but it's also about your partner. Yeah. So you you can try as much as you want, but if your partner is not willing to try and try mm-hmm. and getting the technique down, it's not going to happen. That's true. So, we can talk about it all day. My partner has a damn, baby. Shit. And it's not something, like, that people should be ashamed that they can't do. It's just something that I don't think people are aware able to of. do. Or, you know. Aware of. You ain't born with it. You got to work for it yeah, a little bit bigger. Exactly. It's like not having a big ass. Like, bitch, we got to do squats and get uh, ass shots one day. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying <laughs> it still work the same way, though. <laughs> yes. So, you guys, I appreciate being on your podcast. Thank you so much. I think it was super beneficial. I think that all the ladies would enjoy actually learning all these new yes. tips and techniques. And so, hopefully, so tell tell the ladies and the guys, so you may want to buy your woman or your girlfriend something or a lady friend, tell them how to contact you. Okay, so you guys can follow me on Instagram, which would be your Yoni underscore. It's Y-O-U-R-Y-O-N-I underscore. And you can also find me on Facebook at Your Yoni or at Honey Thompson. And so I will communicate with you via text message or through DM or whatever. And you can also find me online on my online store. It's called Power of Yoni. So make sure you grab a pen. And I want you to go ahead and say that one more time for the motherfuckers that don't have a pen yet. (laughs) Write it down. It is your Yoni at uh, Facebook. It is IG, which is Instagram. It is your Yoni underscore. And the online store is powerofyoni.com. So I hope this segment was super beneficial to you guys, especially, especially the ladies. Um, take care of your fucking Yoni. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. So this was episode number four. Thank you to everyone that was willing and able to listen to episodes one through four. Um, Keep in touch. Um, I want you guys to go ahead and like, comment, subscribe. Let me know. I need feedback. Let me know what I need to work on. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with Honey. She was a fabulous co-host. Thank you. And I will talk with you guys and girls on next Monday. Until then, stay beautiful, black, and bitchy. Bye, y'all.